laugh at this next part. In a world of political correctness and cancel culture, two comedians have risen up to prove that with the right angle, anything can be funny. This is You Can't Laugh at That. Who writes these? Huh? We should have this person locked up and looked at. Live from Golden Ox Studios in Cleveland, Ohio, it's Steve Mers and David Horning on this week's episode. We have our very first live recorded episode at the 6th City Comedy Festival from Cleveland, Ohio. We feature three hilarious comedians rather than just having one guest and talking to them for 90 minutes to two hours. We're bringing three guests and talking to them for one hour total between the three of them. And those three comics and those three topics that we prove you can laugh at are White Women featuring Frankie French from Washington, D.C., One-Liners featuring Alex Avery from Minneapolis, Minnesota, and Being By Curious featuring Connor Mead from Detroit, Michigan. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of You Can't Laugh At That featuring me, David Horning, and my co-hosts, Steve Mers and Jeremy Demery. Hey, this is David from You Can't Laugh At That. Make sure you follow us on social media, on Facebook and on Twitter at You Can't Laugh Pod. Make sure you go to GoldenOxStudio.com if you're interested in learning how to record a podcast at Golden Ox Studio. Jeremy also works remotely, so if you are not in the Cleveland area, you can still get your podcast recorded and edited by the very talented Mr. Jeremy Demery. Welcome to You Can't Laugh at That. Thank you. <laughs> this is the podcast where we take topics that aren't funny and then we prove that they are funny by bringing on comedians who have done just that. And today is a special event because we are here live at the Sixth City Comedy Festival, the inaugural Sixth City Comedy Festival at Sixth City Sailors Club off East Sixth Street. And we are hosting our very first live episode in front of the throngs, the multitude. Of millions and millions of our fans. All the daytime comedy showgoers. It's great. There's a skylight in here, so you get that natural lighting so everybody can see when everybody's laughing. That's, that's ideal for comedy. And yes. uh, I'm just happy to be here. I feel like we're in a hotel lobby right now. <laughs> it's just like ruining somebody's continental breakfast. Uh, today, I'm excited. We have three guests. This is the first time we've done multiple guests in one episode. Multiple guests, half the time. Yeah, exactly. We're squeezing it in in a short episode. Uh, our first guest today is Frankie French. And uh, Marla, when Marla, Marla gave me a list of some of the comics to, uh, to reach out to to be on this episode. And uh, she was at the top of the list. And so like, I watched her video and I was like, oh, this is going to be super fun. Um, so we are going to talk about white women. <laughs> Two white men talking about white women. Uh, Jeremy, let's play the clip and go from there. She gets it from her godmother. My, my best friend is this white girl named Jennifer Beaver. I love... We'll unpack that later. But... <laughs> But I love Jen, though. I love Jen, because on any random, like, Tuesday night at, like, 11.30 at night, I can get this phone call from Jen. <laughs> Hello? Bitch! What the fuck are you doing right now? 
Nothing Janice 11.30 on a Tuesday. I was going to smoke this weed, drink some kombucha, and go to bed. <laughs> Fuck that shit, bitch. We are going out, and we're going to get white girl wasted. <laughs> what? <laughs> I got to get black girl up for work tomorrow, so... That's a hard pass. Plus, I'm kind of broke. Then she says the three magic words. It's on me. I'm like, bitch, I'm already at the bar. I'm like, five shots in. How do you spell beaver? Is it B-E-E-B-E-A? So I can start your tab for us. How are you? <laughs> and I love Jen, because when she shows up, she's already been pre-gaming. You know those Jens, right? Already pre-gaming, doesn't give a shit no matter how packed it is. All she cares about is getting from the front door to the bar for more shots, and she comes in like gangbusters. Pardon me, excuse me, excuse me, pardon me. Don't fucking touch me. Excuse me. I'm bartender. Finally, thank you. a sex on my face, a redhead, a slut, and five black guys to disappoint my dad at table nine. If I could get that over at table nine. <laughs> I don't even care about the drink order. I'm like, bitch, how do you know the table numbers in here? Like, what are you doing with your Tuesday nights? <laughs> but when it's time to go, she's going to take one for the team. She's like, Frankie? Frankie? Why do drunk people shush you when you're not saying shit? I'm like, land your plane, Jen. What do you need? I'm gonna drive. Better you than me. Let's do this, right? When we get in the car, we're not doing well, but we're making it. And we're like two blocks from the house. I'm like, we made it. And I hear blue, blue. And I'm like, son of a bitch. And Jen starts answering questions the cop hasn't asked yet. And she's like, Frankie, shh. I'm like, bitch, the police are involved. I'm not going to say anything, okay? Matter of fact, I'm going to unclick my seatbelt, slide down into the footwell, and blend into the darkness, and hope he doesn't even know I'm in the car during your traffic stop. <laughs> Cops at the window. Jen's like, your honor? You pulled me over because I was swerving while I was driving. And then she gives him the most Caucasian reason for the swerving that I've ever heard in my life. I was swerving because she was tickling me. What, bitch? What? Now the cop forgets about Jen. He walks around the car to the passenger side where I am not driving at all. And he taps on the glass and I roll the window down. That bright ass cop light comes on in my face. And you never know how black you are until you have a bright ass cop light shining in your black ass face. Like for real, I thought I was like kind of light skinned when I got in the car. As soon as that light hit my face, I was like, oh, there is so much a man can tell you, so much he can say. You've remained my power, my pleasure, my pain. The cop was pissed. <laughs> he did not appreciate the vocal stylings of Frankie French. And he leaned in the window so close, I could smell the systemic racism on his breath. And he looked me in the eye and he said one word. You know what he said? He looked at me, ma'am, and he said, baby. <laughs> All right, you guys, I've been Frankie French. 
All right, uh, please welcome to the stage that voice that you just heard coming from Washington, D.C., the very funny Frankie Frankie French. Brought your own mic, too. I've taken all the precautions. Hell yeah. I've been been traveling a lot, so (laughs) it's more so to protect people from me. But it also introduces people <laughs> Me to you, like the minute you get on stage. Oh, like, exactly. I mean, I'm better than everyone else, clearly. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you want this? Yeah, I'll take it. Awesome. Yeah, nice. it's it's better to show it rather than tell it first, <laughs> and then and then and throw. then tell it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love that bit. Um, first of all, the uh, <laughs> it, it's at the end of your set, so I mean, it's your closer. Um, it's a closer. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, that's not my closer. So. You used it at the end of the, uh, the stand-up NBC special. Mm-hmm. Um, how long have you been doing that bit? Like, when did that start? Uh, hmm, that's a good question. Probably like five years. Yeah, yeah it's about five years old. I, did, I wanted to show, because that, so that was an industry showcase. So okay. literally every single person in the audience was industry, um, which was nerve-wracking and uncomfortable mm. because they don't laugh. Oh. Um, <laughs> But I had a really great set, and they laughed a, a lot. And I wanted to showcase uh, my ability to sing, so that's why I used that particular bit to yeah. close. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Every yes. every white person loves "Kiss by a Rose" or "Kiss, <laughs> Kiss from a Rose." <laughs> it's yeah. Um, so you talk about your best friend uh, Jennifer Beaver, which is the a name, real person. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew a Brianna Beaver. And, oh wow! Yeah. So Hilarious. I heard that. I was like, I wonder if they're related. I don't know. Does, yeah, she, does your Brianna have <laughs> probably ties not. to DC, Maryland, Virginia? Uh, no, she she has ties to Wyoming and and California. So no. All white people have ties to Wyoming and California, right? Right. So yeah, right. yeah. It's like all, all white people know each other. Uh, Duh. Anyway, so. <laughs> all black people look the same. No, I'm kidding. Okay. All right. So, um, first of all, about you. How long have you been doing comedy? Uh, seven years. Seven years. What made you? What made you take the job? <laughs> I, I, I didn't really take the job. The job kind of took me. But um, my sister asked me to take a stand-up comedy class with her. Um, and so I paid my $250, she did not. And then I got, yeah, and then I got stuck with this class that I didn't want to take. Um, <laughs> so I did it, um, and then I realized that I really enjoyed it, and so I just kept doing it. Okay, you got, it was like you got the first laugh, and you were like, okay, this is a thing. Yeah, now I can't not do I'm about to take a week off. When I leave here, I gotta go to New York for a day. And then after that, I'm taking a week and a half off, and I am. It took everything in my being not to send a veils today. So, mm. and I'm like jittery already, just thinking about taking time off. So right. we're gluttons for punishment in that. It's, like... <laughs> it's so disgusting. I cried the other day because of how much I love comedy. Gross. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> Anybody else disgusting. ever? <laughs> <laughs> what a creep. <laughs> I am not you guys. Well, you guys are. Probably creepy too, but I was talking about myself. Chances are good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so that bit itself, where did it come from? Like, what? What? Oh, it's made a true you... story. Okay. So, you know, sans the singing, but it's a true story. So, I just tell it in a funny way. Yeah. Yeah. Was it all? Did it all happen in one setting, or was it? Like yeah. No, this is one evening uh, gone awry, and yeah, and I thought it make 
good fodder for an audience, and it and it did. Were you just like in your notes app the whole time? Like, Hold I don't on. write jokes. Like, I've never written a joke down on anything. So I come up with premises and I work it out on stage, and then I just lock it in once I like it and remember it. Okay, so yeah. you you don't, you don't like write anything down at all. Mm-hmm. Never and in my life. I overwrite. <laughs> like, oh, I mean, it's not a good practice. I wish I did write. Right. I just, anytime I sit down to write, I, I can't. Mm. Like, it's, I just don't have it in me. I have to be driving or doing something and think of something, go, oh, cool, I'll try that later. And then, you know, just kind of massage it and work it through until it becomes a thing. But typically, all of my jokes are based on my life, so... You know, I just remember a story, and I'm like, "Oh, that could be a funny story." Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she she's a great character. Uh, first of all, this is Jennifer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she's a psycho. She shot her, her boyfriend out in my parking lot one night. She shot him. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> at like yeah, at like at like three in the morning. <laughs> Classic white woman behavior. I don't, even, I don't even remember what he did. I just remember Eric running into my house. She shot me. She shot me. I was like, oh, no. And sure as shit, yeah, she shot him. Oh, I don't yeah. remember what she shot him. Yeah, probably a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. She was okay. a fucking psycho, so. But super fun to hang out with. <laughs> are, you still, are you guys still You're home? tight? Yeah. <laughs> are you guys... Yeah. She checks that box, right? Hilarious. That's not a red flag. That's actually something I'm looking for as a prerequisite to this. Uh, are you still homies with her? I'm not friends with any normal normal people. Well, she's not normal, but I'm not friends with any non-comics really anymore. Okay. Because right, um, the only thing I do is comedy. I'm never coming to your baby shower. I'm never going to come to your wedding. I don't give a fuck that your mom died. Like, it's I'm not a good person. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Right, yeah, I'll, so I don't have any friends. I'll anymore. send it the care emoji on Facebook. Oh, or, don't. I don't care. I'm dead inside, so it's fine. There, there should be a don't care react on Facebook. There should 100% be a don't care react. I would use it all the time. <laughs> don't care. Dislike. Don't care. Fuck that bitch. There needs to be one of those, too. Yeah, for sure. It saves time. It's just a middle finger. Like, yeah. That's amazing. Uh, so... This character, you know, she calls you 11.30 on a Tuesday night. That already says so much about her as a person (laughs) without going into detail. Absolutely. That's, (laughs) and you do that a few times in this set too. I mean, um, white girl wasted, black girl up for work. That says so much about both (laughs) of your characters. Yeah. I love doing that like opposite, that flip flop. (laughs) Like here's a punchline, but also like here's the opposite of that. That's the same thing. It's That's, black girl up for work is super fun. Yeah, yeah. When I say that, the room typically explodes. Yeah. It's just yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, that, that's where I was like, okay, I'm I'm telling Marla she's on the podcast. Because um, <laughs> I mean, it, it's a statement. Of, like I don't have the privilege to go out at eleven thirty at night. I gotta go to fucking work tomorrow. Right. Right. You know, you suck. You're fucking some old dude. Like you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> What, what everybody else was missing too in that joke was the act out of Jen walking in the bar like kicking down the oh, door and- yeah yeah and that was like she was a hot mess because she's always pre-gaming no matter what's happening there's always a tailgate you know what I mean happening and she doesn't give a fuck about anybody else's existence like she's just like gangbusters all the time you know she knows so. the table numbers she shot her boyfriend <laughs> in my parking lot 
I feel like I said that. Yeah. <laughs> Just to reiterate, <laughs> there was an attempted murder. Yeah, by Jen Beaver. Did she get? In, did she like go to jail for it? No, no. He came up with a cover story. We took him to the hospital. And she fled the scene. So, mm. Mm. so uh, she's I, fine. <laughs> you also mentioned to at one point in the, in the bit, um, you you know those Jens, right? Like we've heard it over the past year with Karens, and and but Jen is a totally different breed of white girl. Yes, like everybody yeah. knows a Jen, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, Jen is super awesome. Just add alcohol. There's usually. A t-shirt that comes up. There's usually a woo involved at some point in the night. She's probably gonna make out with her best friend that she fucking hates. Like it's, it's a whole thing. And, and just the word Jen, like it plays out that script in everybody's head. Everybody's picturing oh, those things. Yeah, for sure. And you just say one sentence, and it's it's a total reaction. Yeah, from the absolutely. Audience. Yeah, that's so absolutely. fun. That's so. I wish like I could do that with every single thing that I ever wrote. <laughs> like that's such a that's such a good skill to have. Um, that mental picture. Um, one more. Uh, has that bit bombed before? No. No. Mm-mm. I can't imagine. Yeah, it's never bombed. Yeah, I've way- never bombed. I'm kidding. I bombed my <laughs> dick off. I bombed so hard once. I wanted security to walk me to my car because I thought the audience would beat the shit out of me. Like, that's how hard I'm off. Can anyone else relate to that? <laughs> yeah. If you're not raising your hand, you're lying. Did you say that was a shit audience, though, too? If they didn't... No, I, they were right. Yeah, oh, okay. I was fucking terrible. This was very early in my comedy career. Like, so I started, I did it for like six months. And then I realized how much of a time suck it was. And I have a husband and a daughter, gross, but I do. And um, I realized I was like spending like a lot of time away from them. So I quit. And then I wanted to kill everyone so I wasn't doing anything creative. And my husband was like, please get the fuck out of the house and go to comedy. Um, and then that was probably like a year later. So I like took like a year off. And then when I came back, yeah. I bombed my dick off. Hell yeah. I, I think we all so many, I've bombed so many times they call me the U.S. Navy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it, getting back into it, that's rough, especially after taking a little bit of time off. Um, I didn't have difficulty coming out of COVID, though. No? Mm-mm, that was, that was pretty easy. No? Yeah. yeah, weirdly. Yeah. My first hour, though, was rough. That was rough. Yeah. How, so, like, how did that play out? Uh, well, I mean, it was fine. It was serviceable, but I, I did a, <laughs> I like to, like, if I have a competition, I'll never bring people to it. I want to, like, put myself in the hardest situation possible. Right. If I have an audition, I always do new material because I'm a fucking psychopath. Because <laughs> I want to see how good I am, you know what I mean? Like, am I good enough? Yeah. Uh, and so I did, like, 30 minutes in new material <laughs> that I had never tested. <laughs> And it was serviceable, but you know it was clunky because I didn't know where the jokes and stuff were. But it was it was fine. Um, this one guy loved it too much and was trying to fuck me after. But yikes, that dude was a creep show. And he had a white panel van that he kept driving up and down the parking lot after the show was over. <laughs> of course like, he did. Yeah, right. Of course that fucking guy did. He was a white dude named Josh. One hundred percent. Totally would have ate my butt and then put the rest of me in a freezer for later, but whatever. Oh, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> my brother's name's Josh. That's it. It was probably my brother. <laughs> Bless your heart. 
100% was your brother. <laughs> Checking all the boxes. Sounds like a Jeff, if you know what I mean. <laughs> a Jeffrey. That yeah. Um, <laughs> Spell it out. Did you have a question? No, no. I just wanted to do a Jeffrey Dahmer joke. That was uh, pretty good. My mom met Jeffrey Dahmer's parents uh, right after he got arrested. How did that happen? She, was at, she worked for United Airlines, and she was in the airport, and they were traveling to his court date. <laughs> yeah. And she was just so happy to be sitting next to them, and they started talking, and people, for whatever reason, would tell my mom anything. Yeah. And uh, they basically got to a point where they were just like, yeah, our son's Jeffrey Tom. Oh, my God. That's so the they were going to support him in court? I, dude, look, I don't know. All I know is that she sat next to his parents, or yeah. parents, whoever it was. There was someone, an adult parental figure related to yeah. him. Yeah. Creepy. Did they bring snacks for, to support him? Yeah, black dicks. It was weird. Just a tub of all. <laughs> and feet, weirdly. Where's the left ones? Well, they don't tell you about Jeffrey Dahmer. Is he actually threw the best barbecues in the city. So uh, yeah, that going. Jeremy, turn off your mic right now. Yeah. <laughs> Tastes just like pork. All right. Oh, uh, no. It, so, any, uh, any advice, tips, pointers for any comics who's working on a bit? Right uh, now, fucking quit. <laughs> Drop everything, run for the fucking hills, quit. No, I'm kidding. What was the question? The, the question, well, actually, that was it. Uh, so if, if you want them to quit, what would you tell No. Um, the question is, if they're working on a bit about, uh, like, white women or a white woman uh, and kind of playing on some of those stereotypes, what, uh, what sort of pointers would you give them? Um, don't. I have the best joke out there, so why would you waste your time doing that? Um, pick a different topic. That's, that's the advice. Pick a different career, let's be honest. Um, I don't know. I mean, talk about... Look, here's the thing. Talk about whatever you want to talk about. Be funny, though. Don't say stupid shit just to be racist. Don't say dumb shit just to be sexist. But talk about all the shit. You know what I mean? Talk about it doesn't matter. Everything's on the table. I have a joke about my mom dying of AIDS. It's hilarious. You know. <laughs> but uh, so I say that to say seriously, talk about everything, but again, be funny. You know what I mean? Like be poignant, have something to say. Don't just talk shit to piss people off that's just obnoxious and irritating and no one wants to hear it you know what I love doing though I love being really funny and then also pissing everybody off at the same time yeah I mean sure <laughs> absolutely absolutely I, I, I'm working my new hour is actually dismantling the me too movement which is going to make me super popular with women but <laughs> but I don't give a fuck because it's funny and it's true so yeah yeah that's I all that see, matters yeah I can see reasons why you would want to do that it's like there are, there, I've seen people make, I don't know, I shouldn't say that without explaining it, so I'm just going to leave it alone. Nope, leave it right leave there. It yep. Fuck that. Turn off your leave lights, it Steven. right fucking there. Yeah. <laughs> to be continued. No, it's, never continue it. Never explain. <laughs> I'm just awful, so just leave it at that. All right. Um, Steve's awful. Frankie's awesome. Frankie, where can we find you on social media? Oh, uh, everywhere at Frankie French, F-R-A-N-Q-I know you. French, F-R-E-N-C-H. All right. F yeah. Give her a follow on social media. Check out all of her videos, and we'll be on the lookout for your oh, hour. Thank you so much, you guys. Yeah. Thank you, Frankie. Thank you, Frankie. I appreciate you so much. Make some noise. Let me plug your mic back in for you. Yeah, for sure. That's why we brought you on. <laughs> 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 like, we need more diva cunts in, this, in our episode. <laughs> thank you. Thank you.
Absolutely. One more time for Frankie, everybody. Keep it going for her. Thanks for being here. You know what? Yeah. I liked her. Yeah. Liked her. She was nice. She's right there. That's why I'm saying that. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, our next comic, we're going to play a clip uh, from Helium Comedy Club. He is, uh, his name is Alex Avery. He's based out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. And uh, let's listen to this set. It's a good intro, David. Well, well played. Way to go, Dave. Yeah, just really, really oh. let that one simmer. Got my wisdom teeth taken out, and they didn't put me under all the way, so I had this bite reflex. Did you guys know that the human jaw has the full capacity to bite through a grown man's finger. Yeah, so imagine what it did to my dentist's penis. Now he had to go see a real doctor. It was... Every time I tell that joke, I can still taste it. That joke was only half true. I got my wisdom teeth taken out, but I don't know if he was a dentist. Uh, he just threw me out of a moving van, and I was like, that's some good anesthesia, and then walked home, because I'll do anything for free drugs. Um, the other night in a parking lot, the other night in a parking lot, some guy was like, uh, you remind me a lot of Ted Bundy. Very interesting choice of last words. You guys laughed. He did not. <laughs> Murdered the shit out of him. It was crazy, right? Like, some people think the worst thing to leave at a crime scene is uh, fingerprints. I think the worst thing to leave is a witness. And there were a lot in that parking lot. Had my work cut out for me, you know? Like, the jogger who ran by and out loud was like, my body is a temple. And I was like, yeah, because no one's going to find it for years. Uh, not cool with the murder jokes? All right, well... <laughs> I know there's some HR people in here. Uh, don't talk to me after the show. I don't work for you. Uh, you guys, uh, you guys ever take a ge genealogy or DNA test or anything like that? Ever taken a DNA genealogy test? No, I've never, I've never taken one either. But my son did, and he said I need to stop calling him that. Uh, my stepdad's hospital bills. Uh, my stepdad's hospital bills are, have been getting more and more expensive ever since the local gym started teaching women self-defense. <laughs> you guys are looking at me like, Alex, are you making fun of victims? And I'm like, yeah, if you consider my stepdad a victim. <laughs> and the other half of the audience is like, uh, well, what was she wearing? And I'm like, I don't know, steel-toed boots? <laughs> <laughs> I don't women like that one. All right, that, that's a good joke to, to close on. Uh, let's give it up for Alex Avery, everybody. Yeah. All right. Thanks for coming. Yeah. This is Thank you guys. the Absolutely. 2016 uh, Acme Comedy Club's funniest. Oh, I hate you. I hate that. What if I just came up here with a bronze microphone? I was like, that would be so cool, right? It'd be like, I feel like a third placer in this lineup. I feel like, okay. Well, yeah, I think you guys invented a new circle of hell. Listening yeah. to your stand-up comedy in a room of people, like where you're killing, and the room you're playing it in is not killing. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to people go, oh, that's 
kind of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's not a. Listen, yeah. this is our first time. It's like leftovers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like when you put well, the leftovers in the microwave, it's just not the same because you just. It's twice cooked and it's I like not leftovers it. though. This is worse than leftovers. Yeah, it's you were in the like, back and you were like very is, egotistically like, no, don't This play. is like leftover French fries. This is what uneatable Ooh. again. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just soft, weird, wet potatoes now. And then explaining it to somebody what they tasted like. <laughs> like that's what this is. Uh, I feel like do you guys feel like old French fries taste like packing peanuts, or is that just because I've eaten packing peanuts? Raise your hand if old French fries taste like packing peanuts. All right. All right. Now. No, everybody disagrees with that thought. How many packing peanuts have you eaten? Two. <laughs> That's enough. That's, yeah, it is. It is. And you're like, enough. oh, this does not taste like French fries. It tastes like bad French fries. That's a. But I just want to make one sure. One more, just to be sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's talk about one-liners. You're a one-liner comic. I'm not. You're not? Not Your set was. It was. Yeah. It used to be. That's the okay. thing. All right. Sorry, I didn't mean to. I wrote on my notebook, I let them ask you questions. <laughs> You're doing a great job. <laughs> I should have wrote on there, don't disagree with the hosts. <laughs> I, I, was, yeah, I was like, what are you doing? That's what our podcast is called, is David and Steve are right. Um, <laughs> So okay, so so okay. take us through that. So you're not a one-liner okay. comic, but you utilize them really well. Okay, well you know, okay, I disagree with myself. Back, okay, uh, I like I started out as a strict one-liner comedian because I was a child, and then I was like, oh, my humor is evolving, but I still like doing this type of. Mat- so like you know, Jim Gaffigan, he's a one-liner guy, but people don't think of him as a one-liner guy because he does full bits about the thing. You know? Oh. I'm the same way. I do bits, but they're all made of one-liners. Yeah, I think, well, that's the smartest, the way that I've seen really good comics that are writer, writing heavy build their material because they're like, I'm going to put all these jokes, to, so it's like joke, tag, but then similar joke on a similar thing, tag, similar joke on a similar thing, tag, and it's all becomes like, you blend it together and then there's act-outs and stuff. So I don't know, I've just been letting myself get sillier. You have to, you can't stagger the sub, the the content, you know, so it's like, it's just how it's going to be, you know? Yeah. You, you got to follow that thread. Um, do you think that comes with more time doing comedy? You just kind of naturally evolve away from one-liners? Well, I would like to get booked more. <laughs> you hear that? I would like to do better at life and, uh, I don't know, it's not that, like, because at this th- I, was, I started out as such a purist, and then I was like, oh, you know what, there's so many different, I'm only... I'm only 22. What the what the hell do I know? Then and I'm 25 now, and I'm like, I know I know less. I know much less now. Does that <laughs> is that relatable to people? Sorry, I'm not that killer at interviews. <laughs> Sorry that I write all my thoughts down. Oh, this guy, <laughs> this guy is an and oh clap, entertain us. <laughs> okay. He's like, I was a child at 22. Now I'm 25, and I'm so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it really, it really does. I'm, I'm like Picasso. I'm getting younger. <laughs> when, when you say that, do you mean like I'm now aware of the fact that I don't know anything and I feel younger because of that? No, I feel stupider because I'm getting <laughs> yeah. older. I just feel, I feel stupid. I've, but I've accepted that I'm stupid. Like that's the truth. Is like when you're young, you're arrogant and you think you know everything. Mm-hmm. And then true peace of mind is accepting I am dumb. (laughs) 
<laughs> and uh, <laughs> just the static noise plays in your head, and it, it feels good. It's buzzy. And uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, ask me another question, because I'm not... <laughs> I was just going to say, did, did, you, is, like, did you carry yourself like that on stage? So when, when you first started, you know, you had all the answers, that, and that... You, you carry with that just kind of a nonverbal uh, air of arrogance, kind of. Did you, do you think that's why some of the stuff didn't work out? Well, I think it's because I was a hack. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I think it's because I was trying to be like Anthony Jeselnik, and I was mm-hmm. like, mm, gotta do the... <laughs> you know the neck roll that he yeah, does? Oh, dude, his, I love Anthony, but you know, his newest special frustrated me because he kept on doing this thing. Did you guys see it? Yeah. Where he'd like and then close his jacket. It was very weird mm-hmm. how he'd do punchlines where he'd be all like, and my mom died. <laughs> and then close his, it was very like, I was like, I like you, but what are you doing? I don't know. But, so, but yeah, that's me criticizing a guy with an incredible career. So <laughs> what am I doing? What am I doing? All right. I'm not a fan of tells though, you know? Where it's yeah. like, just if you're funny, they'll laugh. If you have to be like, that was the funny part. Uh, yeah, Dave you know. Chappelle does the thing with yeah. his thing. And yeah. it's not, once again, it's not that he's bad. He's a great no. comic, but it's like, what is it, the punchline indicator? I don't know. I think there's like a mix. Sometimes it's like they're already laughing, but then he does that for emphasis. So it's like... Yeah, what the hell? Who am I, why am I talking about comedians that are don't, yeah, way better than me? I'm not an authority on comedy. I don't know. So... <laughs> What if, what am yeah. what am I doing here? I have opinions. <laughs> yeah, um, and there's stupid ones. Thank you. Well, I mean, for both of us. <laughs> we all we just it's all stupid opinions. <laughs> In my opinion, that's that's it's comedy. Stupid. Define stand-up comedy. Stupid opinions. There we go. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, I like getting upset about things that don't matter. Yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Who okay. are your influences? Who, who? Oh, well, okay. This is, this is important because I listened to the Sarah Tolomachi, Tolomachi, uh, Joeless wife. Tolomachi, no. And I was listening to the episode, and I like her. She's great. And, um, okay, you brought up that Norm MacDonald movie. Did I? Yeah, you talked about, what the, what's that one called where he has the tape recorder? Dirty work? Dirty work. That's a. I haven't oh, seen you mean it on yet. Podcast. Yeah, on this like, podcast. What are you talking about? I want to tell you that I, yeah. that movie sound. I haven't seen it yet, but like a middle-aged dude told me about it, yeah. and he was. And I'm trying to like get him. I'm trying to hook him up with my like ex, you know, because yeah. it's more age appropriate that they're together. And uh, <laughs> I just wanted to tell you that uh, yeah, I love Norm Macdonald. Because it's just every everything he does is incredible. Like he doesn't, the guy doesn't miss, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that's to answer that question. Yeah, I think his bit about a shallow grave. Yeah, uh, yeah. That is Janice. Fun, yeah, Janice. Yeah. If you haven't listened to that, I forget what album that's off of, but it's oh, definitely worth listening. Sam, I'm just being coy. Yeah, it's so I can. That's the thing is, I've I have gotten more obsessed with doing impression because that's what I realized. This isn't like a, you're talking about influences, so this does apply. Because I'm, I'm super bad about everybody that I like copying their mannerisms. I got through the pandemic, went through a terrible phase where I was just, oh, hey, fatty Mark Norman here. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, God, don't so, get me started. It was so bad. <laughs> so bad, and I was doing all of uh, like all of his moves. I'm not going to lie, that annoys the shit out and, of me. His, and like, people, just stop, Mark. Yeah, you know what's worse? Talk like a normal fucking person. You know what's worse than, someone, than Mark Norman is someone doing Mark Norman bad. <laughs> <laughs> the whole, their whole act is just a rip off of him. 
somebody didn't book me in Vancouver, Washington, because they're like, I'm not going to book you because last time you're here, you just ripped off Mark Norman's whole act. And I was like, well, I wrote my own jokes. <laughs> but, but yeah, what are you talking about? Sounding uh. too much like him, comedy, you know, like ah. Uh. And I, I got to meet him at Skyline Comedy Club, and I did a guest spot for him, and he's so cool. Said the N word so many times. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> That's how we judge. So shouldn't associate. Cool. I shouldn't have share. But he was cool, cool guy. And my buddy DJ Sandu, he was featuring. We all like got to hang out together, and he was a nice dude. And I was just like, listen. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've been trying to like I emulate you too much, and he's like, "Oh, I do the same thing with Norm." Ugh. And I was like, "I was like, I was like, so relatable. I love it, you know." So, uh, oh man. So that's uh, that's that's my life. We all fall into that though. It's, it's just one of those unconscious things that, like, at one time or another, you've done a Jezelnik. Like when I started, <sighs> I thought I was like Mitch Hedberg. God, yes. that's not who I am as a person. Talking about one-liners. Yeah. I've seen people do uh, Hannibal Burris, and it's so fucking annoying. <laughs> Let him be himself. Right. You want some allergies, man? I don't know. I don't know yeah. what he ta- he's kind of he, like just tilts his head back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a terrible I'm just doing this off the noggin, so So if you were to have if you were to give a, a comic advice as far as like joke writing, let, let's go back to the one liner topic. Um, it, when it comes to writing uh, one liners and you know one liners are all about the misdirect. Um, how, what what sort of advice would you give? Um I wish I had an answer. Okay, He's well... He's not a scientist, David. Yeah, well, I should also be better at answering the thing that I do all the time and think about obsessively 24-7. So, um, I'd have to say... Well, here's the thing. is If I was going to give you somebody... Word economy is the first thing. Is I'd be, always think of your joke, whatever you think is funny. And then be like, okay, where's the actual punchline and how do I say this in as few words as possible? How do I get there the most linearly, but then now I'm like, oh, but the best thing to do is to have a personality and make all your jokes more conversational. So it's like, I'm in a, I'm confused Mm -hmm. sexually and I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I'm 25 and I don't know what's right. Like, I'm just, I'm just lost. I like his uh, humility. Yeah, I I know, okay. So I'm trying, here's the thing, is this isn't therapy. I shouldn't be opening up like this. I should be answering joke writing no, questions. But but that's the thing is it's if jokes are your life, then the answers to your questions are also in my problems. And so uh, yeah, just write every day. You, you know, <laughs> that's, that's it. The thing you say about Full word circle. economy, he's right though. It's like you have to balance between do you want to be more conversational and connect a little bit better, or do you want to really get to the funny part very yeah. quickly and that's very efficient. And it works, it's got more potency to it. It's true. So it's kind of like, you know, you can do both. I think you just have to be, uh, you have to figure it out. Yeah, and get experiment with it and find the right, that sweet spot. Well, jokes are, you can get people to trust you with good jokes. So that's why, like, I still, I'll open with a quick one-two punch, you know, joke. But it's like, I want also people to get to know me. But I'm, I can't, like the last comic, she was talking about how she's able to, you know, be this amazing person that can just, ooh, I can just go on stage and I can think of stuff and think of funny things and I have to write everything down. I had no personality when I started. Well, because 20-year-olds don't have anything. So they're just, I was just a blank slate being all like, is this funny? Is this funny? Annoying my roommates, you know? 
And eventually you get somewhere where you're like, I kind of have a soul, I guess. <laughs> and you're very introspective, but that's yeah. good. I don't I know. Th this is the thing. He Are doesn't you think so? <laughs> so how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, I need to stop is what the real, uh, anyway, but seven, seven, eight years. Oh, okay. I was going to say, so, yeah, at some point. Yeah, I'm definitely like the greenest person, or, or not. Actually, that would be really, that's more of a bummer if I've been doing it the longest and I'm the least successful. <laughs> and I was going to say, like, at some point, you can get to a point where you're a little bit more, I just started in the last year or two, like, getting comfortable just doing, saying whatever I want and, like, not worrying about a set list so much. Mm -hmm. You have that. But like, it's fun to just kind of. I mean, I'm I'm such a neurotic douchebag that I like I wrote down things oh, for no, this the pot, and I can't even read them because they're on the floor. <laughs> so it's like that's a that's not even. But I should be if I would answer these questions better if I looked at notes, which is stupid. Yeah, it's you got to be in the you got to be in the moment, man. It's refreshing to see someone who's yeah. not a fucking egotistical maniac, because you see so many of these people in comedy <laughs> that it's just like, man, God bless you. Well, maybe I should be. Maybe that was no, that don't, was working. Don't do it. That works. <laughs> Steve's been seeing it since two thousand and twelve. Yeah. How long have you been doing, no. Steve? Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, if it helps, I have a huge dick. So. <laughs> All right. Hey. Alex Avery has Alex a huge dick. Yeah. Where Save the ego for that one statement. You're yeah. good. <laughs> I have. A, I where, wrote a joke today where I. I this is a one-liner. I said uh, I, it's hard for me to pay attention because I have ADHD, a dick, a huge dick. <laughs> All right. I like Give it. it up for Alex Avery. Uh, Alex, where can we find you on social media? Don't. Uh, okay. Okay. Alex, you can find me at Alex Savory Jokes. And that's just all my, that's my Twitter and my Instagram or YouTube if you want. You 14 people, how many? I can't count. Uh, so. We're really gonna, it's gonna hit the algorithm in just the right way. But yeah, if you, if you were like, hey, I wanna see this guy be funny, <laughs> look online. That's where I put that stuff. So, all right, thank you. You're Alex Avery, everybody. Our guests so far have been awesome. I, I like our so. guests. Uh, us, not so much. And thanks for being here, all of yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's looking in the window. He's like, good, he's done. We thought uh, we'd have zero people. This is a lot of people, considering what we were expecting. So right. I'm very happy. Right. Uh, <laughs> Connor, do you want to, like, do? I mean, there's people. Do you want to do your, just, like, that bit? Fuck yeah. All right. Uh, let's, yeah, do it. Let's do that. Give it up for Connor Mead, everybody. Thank you, Connor. Thank you. I'm struggling over here technically. <laughs> oh yeah, is it hard to play? Also, my, I know my video fucking sucks. You can barely hear it. And this is way better than ever having to hear my own voice You're being echoed through. Loud and clear right now. I love it. All right. Hell yeah. Hi. Uh, I'm Connor. Uh, that is my real name. The right person is up here. My full name is actually Connor Mackenzie Mead, and I don't know if you noticed yet, but I'm not an Irish man. Uh, I don't know. My parents were so upset that they didn't have another son. I'm pretty sure they just like made sure I was gay. You know, as long as my kid eats pussy, that's all I care about, right? But I'm still bi, so you know, I kind of still disappointed them in the end. But uh, <laughs> yeah, and I'll talk more about that later. But uh, more about this. Just me being a human. Uh, but yeah, not an Irish man, but I am an alcoholic. Give it up for anyone drinking tonight. Now everyone's here sober, I'm pretty sure. Uh, all four of you. But um, 
I'm trying to drink less, trying to be healthy, but I have this horrible oral fixation, which is not as sexy as it sounds. It uh, basically means if I'm not eating, drinking, smoking, or talking shit, I don't know what to do with my mouth. I, uh, I just end up biting all of my nails off, or I'll be like biting my lip all the time, and I'll make eye contact with people while biting my lip, and they think I'm flirting until I just rip off a piece of skin and eat it. It's not, <laughs> it's not cute. Nobody likes that. So, uh, as you can see by my haircut, I am bisexual. I, uh, I was bi-curious for years, for most of my life. It took me years to get bi-serious about it. <laughs> just, just a really long time, just knuckle down and buckle down and knuckle up. Fuck, I fucked it up! <laughs> Whatever. This year is a fucking strap in and strap on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I was so afraid of. Well, there's a couple things. Uh, first, I was afraid that I was going to come out the closet like, hello, ladies. And they're going to be like, we don't want to fuck you either. <laughs> uh, the, the second thing is I was afraid that I was fingering another woman was going to kind of be like, I don't know, driving in England. Do we get it? Super familiar, but backwards. <laughs> I'm going to go in there and make a wrong turn. I'm gonna get caught, caught in the clit like a British roundabout scene. Like, how do I get out of here? I don't know. <laughs> uh, that wasn't a British accent. I'll take it. Make some noise for Connor Mead, everybody. Thanks, yeah. guys. Hell yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love I love that bit. Um, <laughs> it's so funny the, the the British driving joke. You guys really miss out on that one. That's a it's a real thinker for right. sure. Yeah. I, I love it. Um, so that bit uh, the first of all the really long time to get by serious about it. But yeah. first of all, let's talk about like where where how did the bit come about? Um, I mean, just I was eating pussy one now. I just. <laughs> <laughs> Taking no, notes. Right. I was just like, all right, this would be nice. I just had to stop everything. No, uh, I don't know. I was, I like, growing up, I always, like, was bi, but, like, was so afraid of it because I was, like, Christian household and, like, with someone named Connor, everyone was, like, expecting me to be a lesbian. So, like, my whole childhood, I was like, no, I like boys. I don't like boobs. That's gross. Like, and uh, I don't know. So I always had that in my head. And then, I, then when I was older and realized I do like girls, but I'm just like afraid of them now. Like I felt like I was like a 12 year old boy, like just coming into being horny again with like a whole new thing. And then, I don't know, I guess started comedy and I just, that was like the first joke I wrote because that was just something I was always in my head that I always thought about. Cause you know, like sexuality, gender, all that stuff's hard. I don't know, it's a whole spectrum and it's hard to figure out. But it's it's super real, and and I mean the first jokes that I wrote were awful. They were not me. They were not authentic. Right. And I think you know that's like that's where it has to start. It has to start from that. Like what's true to me right now? What's real to me right now? Right. Yeah. And, and I also like Googled it too, because <laughs> I was like by serious by serious it has to be a thing. And then all I found was like by furious. I'm like, well that's different. It's not the same thing. <laughs> that's, that's what they're calling the next Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> Um, so you you had a couple instances of wordplay. I know Steve's a fan of wordplay. Uh, yep. Knuckle up or, or buckle down and knuckle up. Yeah. And strap, strap in, strap, strap on. on. Do you have other ones that you've used in the bit? I actually, I just a lot of times I do like the the wordplay pun stuff, and the crowd just does not like it. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I don't even do that stuff just because they're like, no. It sucks when you don't know if it's going to get groans or an applause break. Right, yeah. And that's the worst. It goes uh, either way. Yeah. <laughs> like, the bi like, if they don't laugh at the bi-serious, like, even right off, like, that one, they're like, mm. Like, not even a groan, just like, we don't want, don't go further. <laughs> like, all right, yeah. I'll just go on with the bit, I guess. 
um, the opposite way on the road, uh, like in in Britain. Um, that's a good bit. Where would, did that come later, or was that like did you write it all together? Um, the bi-serious thing I wrote first, and then like little te- oh the bi-serious part, and then the fingering part was like all one together. And then I added the little like the buckle down, knuckle up, and then the British roundabout. And there's like even more that I go into. Like about my mom hearing about the joke, and then she tells me she had a threesome once, and it was like a whole weird conversation that oh. I never wish I had. Uh, yeah. <laughs> was a threesome with my brother? I wish. <laughs> then my brother's I would have a out there dad. slaying it, dude. <laughs> slaying Just, it. Do, do you have something that you want to share about your brother? <laughs> no, she said Josh earlier uh, that she remember. I forget. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you got something you want to get off your chest. It's man. a callback. <laughs> Um, yeah. and, and then you play up the fear side of things like why am I why was I bi-curious and I didn't commit to it for so long right yeah um, finding the humor in that like when did you find the funny in that I don't know that's like how like silly it was I yeah. guess I don't know like, it's just like a dumb thing to be afraid of like I'm gonna be probably fine at fingering people <laughs> I'm not, like, like I'm not gonna be like Hurrah! like I'm not a man so I'm gonna kinda get it <laughs> That's I yeah. That, I think all of us at some point we're like, you know what? I'll, I'll just I'm I'm gonna settle for what I got. Right. right. Now. <laughs> I'm not gonna learn any new skills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know the basics. Uh, it can't be that hard. If you were, if, if someone who is uh, bi curious right now or not sure about their sexuality, um, and they're a comic and they want to find the funny in it, what what sort of advice would you give them? So like, oh, let's be gay, dude. Like <laughs> people love gay right now. Gay's so in. Like yeah. let's fucking do it. I'm not even actually bi. This is all a big lie. <laughs> I'm straight as hell, but. <laughs> No, I don't know. It is hard, like, I don't know, especially, I don't know, like, what your family background is, if it's hard to talk about. But usually, like, at least, I don't know, start working out and talking it out as much as you can. Like, it was weird, like, my mom still, like, thinks I'm lying. <laughs> my dad just doesn't know, but, yeah. <laughs> or just ignores it. But I don't know, yeah, it can be hard just trying to find the funny and stuff like that, because it can be, like, a super serious thing. But I, I guess, I, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know how to answer that. Either. Does this kind of happen? That's like how I handled all situations when they're hard. It's like, oh, I can find it funny in some way, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I guess. Commit to it. Right, yeah, that's, just, that's, just go into it. That's what it's Do about. Do gay shit. Commit, commit to the bit. Commit to the gay shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I think as far as, um, like, fear, like, that, that's something we, obviously, we resist. Um, like, we're constantly discovering ourselves in new ways. Like, right. you, you have to, to be a human being. Um, Turning that fear into comedy, though, like that is, that's like a skill that um, I feel like everybody should have beyond being a comic, right. too. Like being able to find the, the funny in your fears. Um, have you, like, was there a moment before you became a comic where you were like, where you leaned into kind of the things that you were like scared of? I mean, like, I guess always, like the fact that I started stand up in general, yeah. like, I, I, that was really scary. Uh, I don't know. I've done crime before. That was pretty scary. Oh, yeah. uh, not, not real crime. <laughs> Just like stole stuff. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I don't know. I guess I, I guess I never... I don't know. You're making me think about this joke so much harder. <laughs> when I literally just like kind of was half asleep and woke up like, ah, oh, by serious. Yeah. And like wrote it down. <laughs> yeah. See, this is what happens in every episode. I'm like, I've been listening to your joke on repeat for days. <laughs> like, like, I wasn't what? even really that scared. Yeah. More or less nervous, you know? Yeah. It's <laughs> because like, what if I suck at this? And that's embarrassing. Yeah. Like, to, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I guess, uh, 
Yeah, ask the question. What's the question again? That's, it, it, I mean, it's not like necessarily a primal fear. Like even even just right. nerves. That's, yeah, that's it's just like, like a nerve. Like yeah. I don't know if I could do this. Yeah, this might be bad. But that's just I guess everything. I've always like I don't know. I've always just kind of been like I'm gonna do it and I'm just gonna feel nervous, but I'll just do it anyway. Which I don't know. That's why I do stand up. I, I did singing stuff. I don't know. Do you get nervous before you get on stage though? Oh, it depends. If there's like something like industry people, which I've done like one time, or like something that's <laughs> going to be recorded like this, yeah. <laughs> that could like be seen again or listened to again. That's like really the real time I get nervous. But if it's or if like or if it's like in front of like less people, like this is more nerve wracking than like 500 people. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, the the prying eyes of fellow comedians. Right, right. Is, is everyone here? Does everyone here do comedy? Okay, you guys are just like, what did we walk into? What is happening on stage right, right now? He's... <laughs> All right, but but you're obviously. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, that's a that's a wrinkle that that I feel like uh, comics pay attention uh, for the next show. Uh, <laughs> um, is there anything else? Fuck like... Yeah. <laughs> Did he get that? You understand that? <laughs> she said frick yeah to her dad, though. All right. Uh, is there... Uh, where, where can we find you on social media, Connor? Yeah, I don't get any other questions. It's like, why are you scared? <laughs> <laughs> what are you so afraid of, bitch? No, I'm kidding. Lean <laughs> into it. Right? <laughs> Face your fears. Touch this fire. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, you can find me. This is a cheesy-ass fucking social media name, but it works. It's a Connor Median... <laughs> On Twitter and Instagram, it's a C O N N O R M E A D I A N, because my name's Connor Mead. I don't know, stupid, another play on word, dumb shit. <laughs> I call it dumb shit, that's my name. <laughs> <laughs> What's your podcast? Oh, yeah, I also have a podcast called uh, Two Other Comedians, Johanna Madranda and Carolyn Paul. It's called Each Other's Mothers. It's, uh, we basically kind of talk shit and like, we're like each other's chosen family and talk about serious stuff or funny shit or whatever. It's just girls chatting, you know. <laughs> All right, check it out. Give it up for Connor Mead, everybody. Hey. Connor Mead, everybody. You can see her at the Sixth City Comedy Festival. <laughs> she can be seen here now. All right, Steve. I, that was like a lightning round. I'm, I'm so used to like diving deeper. I, I had like, yeah. I had more questions, but I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to commit to that because we got the light. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know that moment when you're on stage and you're like, I have this closing bit that I want to do, but I got lit and my closing bit's five minutes, but if I skip the first two minutes, then people aren't going to get it and then I'm just panicking and I don't take a breath into the microphone and everybody knows Relax. that I'm nervous and I'm just going and going. Yeah. So that kind of, uh, that's uh, what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, uh, anything else you want to add? No. Uh, I'm sure everybody's dying to see actual stand-up. Besides what she did. She, I forgot she did a set. <laughs> yeah. I just mean like, I'm talking about Whoa. a podcast. We're not even a podcast where we're like, I'm going to be on the whole time. Yeah. It's literally just a discussion. So it's like, yeah. But, uh, but thanks for being here, everyone. We appreciate yeah. it. Even though you're all like, just waiting for the next <laughs> Yeah. Well... <laughs> we've got we've got like we've got over ninety episodes now. It's uh, you can't laugh at that at you can't laugh pod. Yeah, we did. We interviewed a ton of people from like late night. A lot of stuff. Very valuable uh, advice for comedy writing and things like that. Performing. So it's it's definitely a good resource. So uh, check it out. Yeah, for sure. A lot. Of, uh, I learned something every single episode, and you can too. Uh, Let's, uh, let's close it out because uh, even though we had three people and in a one hour we proved that 
between white women and one-liners and being bi-curious. What's that, Steve? You can laugh at that. You can laugh at that. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. And podcast. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of You Can't Laugh at That. Make sure if you haven't already to rate us on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast platform you get your episodes of You Can't Laugh at That. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you share with your friends. Like us and follow us on social media. We're at You Can't Laugh at That on Facebook and You Can't Laugh Pod on Twitter. On Instagram, you can follow the David Horning. That is my personal Instagram account where I post any things you can't laugh at that that I don't post on Facebook or Twitter. Make sure you join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash you can't laugh pod. You'll get access to special bonus footage that we cut from the main episode because not, not because it's bad, but because it just doesn't fit the theme of the episode. We want to keep these episodes within an hour and 20 minutes or so. Otherwise, we'd run the light big time. We don't want that. So make sure you join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash you can't laugh pod. $5 a month gets you access to all the bonus footage. $10 a month gets you access to you can't laugh at, you can't laugh at that, which is a series that we will be starting in September of 2021, where we will go back through each one of our episodes and talk about what we've learned and how we've used some of that in our own comedy to prove that you can laugh at that. So, yeah, that's really it. Thanks again for listening to our episode, and we hope that you found a way to laugh at that.